enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. In my Simply Happy book and in Chicken Soup for the Soul books in general, I focus a lot on trying new things, stepping outside our comfort zones. And this attitude came about because around the time I turned 50, I became very aware that we all have a tendency to get in a rut, especially as we get older. We start to say no to new things, and I feel like that can only lead to a narrower and narrower life. There will be plenty of time to say no to things when we get too old to physically handle them. But while we can do these things, I think that we should. My new resolve to shake things up was strengthened even more when I read a story called Go 60 that Susan Tornga wrote for Chicken Soup for the Soul, Inspiration for the Young at Heart. She decided that she would try 60 new things the year before she turned 60, and she would keep a diary listing all her experiences. She did a lot of things all over the world, many of them pretty scary. But because she had made a commitment to herself to put 60 items on her list, She agreed to do many things she would normally have turned down, and she ended up very pleased with herself and really energized by all the new things she had done. There's a great quote from the French author André Gide, who said, It is only an adventure that some people succeed in knowing themselves, in finding themselves. And I think there is indeed a transformational power in saying yes. In fact, if you make an overall policy decision, I will say yes to everything that sounds interesting except things that are dangerous or really stupid, then it's almost easier because you won't have to think about it. You'll just say yes. So how do you get yourself to try all these new things? Well, one way is to tell people what you're planning to do. Let's say your New Year's resolution is that you're going to do 20 new things in 2017. Just go ahead and tell a few people so that you have to go through with it. And then make a list of the things that you've done and show them to those people because there's nothing like being accountable to other people to keep you on your path to success. And I actually did that when I wrote my book, Simply Happy. I decided to do a scary thing. And then to make sure I would go through with it, I wrote about it in the book, knowing then that tens of thousands of people would expect me to do it. And I just got back from a two-week vacation in the Middle East And one of the countries we visited was Oman, which is a beautiful country on the Arabian Peninsula. And it's known for its craggy sandstone mountains, which plummet right down to the sea. It's very dramatic to see these tall mountains with cliffs shearing off right down to the water, occasionally with beaches running along the edge between the mountains and the sea. The resort that we went to in Oman is so remote that when you go there, you have three choices for the last part of the trip. You can arrive by speedboat. You can drive down a winding mountain road with no guardrails to the beach. Or you can jump off a 1,000-foot mountain cliff and paraglide down to the beach. I decided that we would paraglide down to the beach. And I was comforted by my thought that the paraglider would be some kind of fixed-wing thing, Not like parachuting out of an airplane where, you know, the fabric might somehow not get itself organized into the right shape or the strings might get tangled up. I figured 
nothing bad could happen because we would have this fixed in place, rigid set of wings. I envisioned them looking like bird wings. And therefore, I was shocked when we got to the top of the cliff and I saw this big piece of fabric lying on the ground with lots of strings attached to it. And then I realized that paragliding is called paragliding because you use a parachute. It was not a fixed set of wings, but I didn't have much time to think about it or back out because I was already getting my instructions from the guy who I was tethered to, who was actually going to operate the whole contraption and keep us alive. They stuck a hard hat on me, which didn't really seem like it would help much if we plummeted to our deaths after jumping off the 1,000-foot cliff, except that maybe it would make it easier to identify the bodies. And then they said to me that since the fabric that was lying on the ground had to catch the air properly, it was very important, critically important, that I run toward the cliff and absolutely not stop under any circumstances. Which sounded just great. Yeah, run off a thousand-foot cliff and don't stop. But before I could protest, we were running, and then we were soaring and climbing even higher than our jumping-off point. And for 15 minutes, we soared over those mountains, and we looked down at the beach resort. And it was basically fun, except I kept wondering what would happen if the winds all of a sudden changed direction. And I was trying to remember, what is wind shear, and could that happen? And I was having a few other non-productive thoughts. But basically, it was fun and really beautiful. And the landing was certainly easier than the takeoff. We were just told to run a few steps when we hit the beach and to make sure we stood up. And then it was over and I had done it and I don't have to ever do it again. But I'm glad I made the decision to step outside my comfort zone, literally, by stepping off a cliff. And you can see the video on my Twitter postings from early November. My Twitter handle is at Amy Newmark. And I also posted the video on Instagram, same handle. Tomorrow is Tip Tuesday, and we're going to talk about a different way of stepping outside your comfort zone, and that is by deliberately having an ugly Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs>